Hi guys, welcome to Bias Impact Podcast. This is Anna Bias, and today's topic is have you been church hurt? And for those that do not know what that means, it's basically have you ever gotten hurt by someone in your church? And because of that, you know, you feel some type of way or you left church because of that or you are church hopping. Um, these are the results of a person that that have been hurt in churches. You know, it's something that we've been seeing uh, for a very long time and it's still something that we see to this day, unfortunately. But I want to speak about that because I think that not a lot of people talk about that. And it's very important to bring it up, to speak about it. And, and to get a little deeper with it, because it goes way deeper than what we think when we hear this, when when we, when people say that they have been hurt in the church, you know, and it's, and it's sad. So I want to start off with the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 2 through 3. And the word of the Lord reads like this, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Looking away from all that will distract us. And focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority and the completion of his work. Just consider and meditate on him who endured from sinners such bitter hostility against himself Consider it all in comparison with your trials so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. And that was Hebrews 12 chapter. uh, I'm sorry. Hebrews 12 verses 2 and 3. So again, I want to talk about this because it's something that people go through uh, to this day. And the enemy is really using that against people so that they can bring division so that he can bring division in churches and 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 cause people to leave the churches and cause people to leave God and turn their backs on God and so forth. So I want to start off by reminding you that we are all sinners. We are all sinners. Um, this is why they say that the churches are hospitals for sick people, because everyone in there. You know, remember, we're all human beings. We are all going to make mistakes. We all need Jesus. And just because we sin differently than the other person doesn't mean that their sins are greater than ours. Um, and that's just the truth. That's just the truth. You know, we, we have the churches because we have um, we know that we are sinners that need Jesus. So one thing that happens I think that the main reason why uh, people um, become discouraged or and, and, and when they get hurt in the churches, they leave because when we when you tend to put people on pedestals, because this is what happens. A person thinks about church, a person that especially a new believer, especially a person that is just starting their walk with God and they're still new in the walk. So they automatically begin to think about what church as everyone in there is, is, is holy. Everyone is perfect. They begin to look at pastors and put them on pedestals thinking that 
because they are pastors, right? That they are not to make mistakes, that they are not to hurt people, that that they're supposed to be holy, that they're supposed to be perfect, that are, they are the closest thing to God. And, and not only pastors, right, but leaders in general, leaders, every type of leaders in churches, and even members, you know, that are just members that are congregating in a congregation. And when that happens, when we when we put these people on pedestal, we forget that they are also human beings. We forget that God is also dealing with them, each and every one of them. It doesn't matter if they are pastors. They are still being dealt with by God in some type of area. Because remember, no one will ever be perfect. We never get to the point where to a point where we think that we know it all, even though some people think that they know it all. And they do not accept correction because they think that they've learned everything already. It's very important to leave room for for improvement, right? God will always deal with us. We will never be perfect. We will always fall short of his glory. So therefore, God deals with everyone in one way or another. So when we put these people on pedestals, we are what we're really doing is we are setting ourselves up for disappointment, we are doing that ourselves because no one said that because they're pastors or because they're leaders that they are not going to hurt us. The word of God says that that everyone will change or might change, right? But God never will. That's telling you right there and then people will fail you. People will fail you, but God never will. God stays the same. He was the same before. He's the same now. And he will continue to be the same always. So when when we when we put these people on pedestal and we look at them and we worship them, right? And it's kind of like worshiping them because, you know, we see them as, as again, like a, a person that's closer to God, that they're supposed to be perfect. We're only setting ourselves up for, for disappointment, we're leaving, we're opening that door, right? We, we are putting ourselves out there as targets for the enemy. And I say the enemy because the enemy uses these things against us. The reason why the enemy uses these things against us is because he knows that if he brings division in the churches, which is the house of the Lord, then what's going to happen is that there's not going to be unity in the house of God. And of course, that's not what God wants. God wants everyone to be united as one body of Christ, right? Because we all need each other. The word of God says that we all need each other. That is one body, right? One body of Christ and each body, each each person in, in the congregation plays a, a, a role, right? In the body of Christ. We all need each other. We all need each other. The only person that is the head is Christ. He is our leader. He is the one that tells us what to do and how to do things. But we all need each other. We're not, one is not better than the other. We are all the same in the, in the eyes of God. So what am I saying with this? That the people that are in the churches are also human beings. That we need to stop looking at them and stop worshiping them and and saying that and putting them on pedestals thinking that they're not going to hurt us. Because guess what? Even if it's not intentional, 
somebody somewhere in any church will hurt you. Again, it doesn't have to be intentionally. Unfortunately, some people do it intentionally. But there's times where it is unintentional. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So God is dealing with everyone. It's important for us to stay firm. And and I wanted to read uh, the book of Hebrews in the beginning of this episode because it says it there clearly that we are to keep our focus on God. If we go to the churches, right? If we go and we we turn our vision towards someone else or other things that that is going to just keep us distracted, that's what's exactly what's going to happen. It's going to keep us distracted. We're going to lose focus in Jesus. And we're there for God. We're there for God. Yes, it's very important to fellowship. Yes, it's very important to be with the bo- with the body of Christ, right? With to be with one another. Yes, absolutely we all need to be worshiping together, praying together and and fellowshipping, of course. But what happens when someone hurts you? What happens when someone hurts you? Are you going to pick up and leave to another church because you know what's going to happen? Then when you go to another church, they're going to hurt you there too. Somebody, even if it's just one person, is going to hurt you there. So when that person hurts you in that church, then what's going to happen? You're going to leave to another church and guess what's going to happen? It becomes a cycle. Now you're hopping from church to church to church and now there's no stability and God doesn't want that for you. God wants us to be stable. God wants us to be firm. God wants us to focus on him, to keep our eyes on him because the enemy bring the, bring these things so that we may be distracted from the goal. So that we may uh, be divided and God doesn't want us to be divided. This is what's going on a lot in churches nowadays. We see division I've gotten hurt many times and I'm not saying that it's been intentional it probably has been unintentional only God knows but you know what I do I go to God I go to God and I bring it to him I bring the offense to him I cry out to God I let it all out I put everything out there in the feet of God. I give him my worries. I give him my concerns. I give him my my burdens. And I tell him exactly how I feel. Exactly how this person made me feel. Exactly that what I'm feeling at the very moment. That's what God wants. To bring it to him. Because he will take care of it. And, and again, it doesn't have to be intentional. You know, at times we will never understand why God allows certain things to happen. But one thing that I can tell you is that God allowed things to happen also so that he may deal with our characters so that we may be molded. It's painful. It's a painful process. Yes. But if we don't go through these things, there will be no growth. And that's another thing, now that I mentioned growth, if we continue to leave the churches because of someone or because of people, we're not going to grow. We're not going to grow because, again, God allows things to happen so that we may be strengthened, right? So that we, 
our characters can be molded. And if we don't pass the test and we continue to fail that test and fail that test and we don't submit to the will of God and allow him to work in us in a certain area, we're not going to grow. The majority of the times this happens so that it's not even about the person and it's really about us. God is showing us something and this is something that I've learned as well because I'm a very sensitive person and I'm going to keep it real. I get offended easily. I have gotten to the point where, thank God, I've been allowing God to deal with me in that area. And it's been a few months and he's still dealing with me in that area. I'm going to keep it 100% real with you. But the way I was before, it was bad. But one thing I always remembered and I said, Lord, I know who the enemy is. And I know that that. The enemy's plans, remember, the enemy's plan is for your life is to kill, steal, and destroy. And he wants to kill, steal, and destroy the things that God has for you. So if if that's going to make you leave the church and even worse, turn your back on God, he's going to do it. So please, pass the test. And I know that certain certain people, you know, it depends because a lot of people that I know have gotten through worse situations that are really hard to believe, you know, in a church and stuff. And and they leave. They they tend to go back to the world. But I want to remind you that you have to keep your focus on God. These are human beings. God never changes. And this is what the enemy wants. He wants us to go back to the world. He wants he want us to be so discouraged that we're going to leave God. That we're going to backslide. We're going to go to the world. And it's, this is a problem because a lot of people leave the churches not to go to another one, but to go back to the world. And they begin to see churches and people in it like, like you know, hypocrites, that, that they're fake and so forth. But they start seeing God that way as well. This is when it becomes an issue. This this is when it becomes dangerous. Because this is not who God is. God is a loving God. Remember, we are all human beings. We are not perfect. The next time someone hurts you in church, keep in mind... That that person is a human being. Keep in mind that that person, God is also dealing with that person. That God is in the midst and that he will help you get through it. If God did not tell you to leave, don't leave. Because that's one thing I always said. I'm not leaving, Lord, until you tell me your time is up or you have to go to another church or whatever. So we have to keep that in mind. If if our goal is really to please God, right, and to do things according to his will, then we no longer can do whatever we want to do. It is not about our wants, our desires, our will. It's not about that anymore. When you say yes to God and you gave your life to God and you began to live for him, you said, you have control over my life. That means... That you have no control over your life. God does. That means that if someone hurts you in church. And you want to leave the church. To go to another one. If God didn't tell you to do that. Don't do it. 
because I say, I always say my life is not my own. God is my owner. God is the one that tells me when I should do something and when I should not because he knows best. He created us. So please keep it in mind that God is with you. God is dealing with your character. There is a reason behind this. Try to always, another thing, try to uh, uh, see things in a different perspective. Maybe it's not even you personally. Maybe it's something that the person is dealing with. Maybe it's something, an area that God is dealing with in that person. Maybe it has nothing to do with you and it's deeper than you think. So we always have to remember that sometimes it's not even about us. We always think it's us, 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 the problem. We're the problem. We're the problem. We're the problem. And it's not even about about us. Pray for that person. Bring it to God. Cover your heart. Do not allow any resentment to enter your heart. Any bitterness, any anger, any hatred. Do not allow that to enter your heart. Cover your heart with the word of God. Because the minute you allow resentment to enter your heart, you're not going to be the same with that person, no matter how hard you try. Be fast to forgive. Be fast to forgive. The way God is fast to forgive you when you sin against him, be that quick to forgive that person as well. And you don't necessarily got to go to the person and tell them, I forgive you. Forgive them from the heart. And I know it's easier said than done. Because I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's easy. But definitely doable because I've done it. And it's something that we have to continue to do. It's an ongoing process. Because again, somebody's going to hurt you. Somebody's going to hurt you. One way or another. In one of the churches. Somebody is going to hurt you. You have to stay firm. You have to focus on God. You have to remember why you are there. And that is to focus on God. And I always say, and and, and please forgive me. I don't mean to offend anyone. If you're listening and you're one of the people that left the church and left God, please forgive me. I don't want to offend anyone. But this is my opinion. And I might be wrong. Again, I'm not here to offend but I say that when I when I see a person leaving the church because they've gotten hurt and they go back to the world, I say, did they really love God? Did they really love God? Can you can you reflect on that question if this is you? Did you even ever knew God? And I'm keeping it real with you. I'm not sugarcoating anything. Did you? You really get to know who God is. Do you really know who God is? Because if a person says that they love God, they will not leave him. They wouldn't, no matter what. If you love God so much, no matter what happens, you will not leave him. Because when you said yes to God, the word of God says to pick up your cross, right? That means you, in other words... You're going to sacrifice for him. You're going to go through things for the gospel. And what you're going to, what are you going to do when things get tough? Are you going to be very quick to leave him? Are you in church for the right reasons? Focus in God. 
Don't worry about what anybody is saying or what anybody thinks about you or what they're saying about you, how they look at you, if they said hi to you, if they didn't say hi to you. Don't worry about that. You be yourself. Love on the person. Go to the person and say hi to them. Go to the person and say, God bless you. Go and hug the person. Don't wear, don't change for no one. God made you this way. God made you with a heart that's full of love and a genuine heart. Stay that way. Do not allow anyone to change who you are. Don't give them that control. Don't give the enemy that control. He wants you to leave the church. He wants you to turn your back against God. And if right now you're you're the person that that left church and don't want to go back, but you still have a relationship with God, pray to God to 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 guide you to the right church. And what I when I say right church, I don't mean the perfect church. Because there will never be a perfect church. When I say guide you to the right church, it'll be a church where you are comfortable, where you have the right leadership to guide you, to help you grow more in him, to help you stay firm, to help you stay stable, because that plays a part. That's what I mean. Because when we we, we say a lot, oh, the, the, the people in church are, are phonies and they hypocrites and, and this and that. This is how they treat us. They're worse than the ones in the world. But how about work? When we go to work, there's fake people there. But we still go, right? Because we still need to make the money. Because we still have bills to pay and we still have children to feed, right? We don't quit. Why can we not have that same mentality when it comes to church? Why is it fast? It's easy for us to pick up and leave when someone offends us. Why? There's fake people everywhere. Give them to God. Put them in the hands of God. Pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. That's one of the ways you can bless your enemy. The way the Bible says by praying for them even if you don't want to do it that's how the enemy is going to flee that's how you defeat the enemy do not allow the enemy to cause you to leave your church because someone offended you don't do that remember God will never change keep your focus on God pray to God if you are not in the church at the moment and ask God to help you find the right church. Ask God to cover your heart. Ask God to lead you. And if you are in a church right now and you are hurt by the people in there, ask God to help you forgive. One of one of the main prayers I always bring to God up when someone does something to me or offend me or or hurt me in some way I always say Lord help me to look at this person with your eyes and let me tell you that prayer works if you need to pray that every day every second do that and God will allow you to see that person with his eyes I guarantee you because he's done it with me ask him To not allow you to feel resentment towards that person. So that you may not act different with them. Forgive them. Forgive them. And love on them. 
but do not give the enemy the power. God bless you.